Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. It is Friday. Woo! Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. We are live at the West End. Showplace icon theaters. It's the Donna and Steve show. John McClain is with us. Ralph is with us. We got the whole gang. Yeah. We got Pat. We got Hot Adam. Oh, Everybody's here. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody has to have a nickname, you know? Yeah. Well, come yeah. a handsome one. chap. I and know. Pat's like, why am I not Hot Pat? There are no other Pats okay. around. Yeah. Pat's nickname be hot Pat? used to be Beaker. Did you I guys like know that? Beaker. That was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. that was when he worked for uh, KS95. Are they still on the air? <laughs> nope, not anymore because of this. <laughs> we put them out of business. This is simulcast on there now. <laughs> oh, Good morning, man. everybody. What a journey. Uh, now, listen, it's a big day. A big day. Beautiful day. I knew it was coming. Tonight, it's <laughs> tough when I say B words. I know. It's a, you know, it just brings it out of me. Anyway, uh, tonight is the film premiere. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, there are some tickets still available. Is it only the 830 that's still available? Project yes. Down and Dirty Tickets. Okay, yes. you can get tickets to the 830 screening. Uh-oh. Deep tease. Yeah, we gave away some tickets. We said 8 or 8.30 this oh, morning. Whoops. Right. So, oh, listen, there's probably fire code problems, but whatever. Listen, I mean, if we checked our email, we'd probably have the accurate information. But who's got time for that? Donna, Valentine, and I have been on the air together for almost five years. As you know, the, the station has started the countdown to our five-year like celebration. Oh, I didn't know it had been that the long. The bosses are going to burst in. They're going to fly us somewhere. People from our past. It's going to be great. But... <laughs> In that uh, four-and-a-half-year stretch, we have had, and I jotted these down right before the show. I wanted to make sure I had the number right, 11 or 12 different producers. And they just sh- they just cycle them in. They just say, hey, you want to work with Don C for a little bit? Great, you can do it for a little bit. Now you need to go to a different show. And then they leave us. Ryan Perpich, well, he was asked to leave, but I'm just giving you a deep tease to the uh, screen tonight. Oh, God, jeez. That was because we, of the incident. It's the incident, and that's mm. fine. Anyway, he, uh, now that the uh, the, 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 the restraining order is over, is uh, over. He is going to be tonight. We gave him two tickets. You did. Ryan Perpich will be yes, at the eight thirty screening, and he I would love, love him. nothing more Mm-mm. than someone to come up and recognize him and him have an opportunity. Oh, well, I miss you guys too. Well, <laughs> MC is in absolutely love in love with Ryan Perpich. Oh. He what? thinks he is the funniest person <laughs> he is very because funny. of his delivery. Yes. He's like he will go around the house and like yes. talk like Ryan Perpich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He is. Uh, I always oh, said, he, he loves that he said one time that something was whimsical. He's like, oh, it's full of whimsy. He and- uses weird words. One time during a dirt alert, he said and didn't say it as a joke. He said, according to the schedule. And I was like, wait, like a British person. Hang on. And of course, I stopped the whole show. Wait, 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 wait. What are we saying? Are we saying it like this now? So anyway, Perpich, I go down to the newsroom the other day and I say, hey. 
And he said, oh, look, you're here. You know, he's doing his thing in the newsroom. And I said, uh, hey, we're doing Project Down and Dirty right now. I saw, I heard. And I said, do you want to come? You should come. You should, we, oh, you should yeah. come. Uh, we, you think you should come on Friday? And he said, well, I look for more of an official invite. <laughs> it's like I he said, talks Brian. like a six-year-old man in the 70s. That's the way he talks. Yes. He, I think he's like 26. Yeah. He's a he young talks guy. like the guy from Gilligan's Island, uh, Mr. Howell, Howell the yes. third or, or whatever. Yeah. And yes. I'm pretty sure that's how he Howell, thinks he I mean, appears yeah. to the world. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But then I, he's he like said, 25. Yeah. I'm looking for more of an official invite. And I said, this is an what? official invite. I work for the station. I'm offering you tickets and inviting you. And they're you. your tickets yes. to give away. And so he, he, uh, we texted him last night from the little soiree that we had. Uh-huh. And he said, this sounds like a great night out. I'll be there. Oh, I'm so, so per- excited per- to see uh, DJ Perfworthy, Ryan Perpich, God rest his soul, still alive and a producer in the newsroom, will be joining us tonight. For we hung out at the state fair. Oh, you and yes, Ryan, Ryan is girlfriend, me, Matt Belanger, my friend Amy, just a whole bunch of us, just must. Really? Yeah. Where was I? You yeah, were really. in California, big timing everybody. Oh, that's right. You weren't there. Oh, big timing everybody. I was probably in quarantine in my hotel. This glamorous life that we've all painted of Steve going to L.A. is, first of all, I'm in Burbank, so we're Hollywood adjacent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of like the Chaska to Edina. You know what so. I think of it as? Branson. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It is. You know what? It's there the is Branson a, of California. Yeah. There's a comedy club in Burbank. The one time that I tried going Burbank. out. Burbank. Burbank. <laughs> and it's where Jay Leno does stand-up comedy every single weekend. No way. He has always done comedy every weekend. What? And do you know that he has only, uh, the rumor was for a while that he only lived off of his stand-up money right? and never tapped into his Tonight Show money. Now, you have to, though, right? With all those cars. Where, who's paying for that? Anyway, yeah, okay. I was thinking, oh, I should go there and see Leno do some mm-hmm. stand-up. Just, he's like, you know, he's a legend, whether you loved him or not. And then I got to uh, COVID concern because I can't test positive because then I have to sit out of shows. You sit out of shows. It's kind of like an NFL player. You know, yeah. you're, you're missing yeah, out you're on, out, on out of sight, out to, of mind. Yeah. Yes. So anyway. Uh, that's but why yeah, I don't take long vacations. Uh, but Hollywood <laughs> no. has come to St. Louis Park uh, tonight, and it's going to be great. Four films. All of the shows have their own short films that will premiere. Uh, I think the other, most shows got theirs down to 10 minutes. We got ours in at 23, 23 minutes. <laughs> no, don't tell me that. No, it's, uh, no, ours is uh, we were, time. You know, Rocco made a good point. He said, you know, after a couple of cocktails, which is probably all anybody had yeah everyone started loosening up and like hey what's your yeah. film about we basically what's yours about? told each other all of the our whole films. premise it was yeah. fun yeah because last night we had a bit of a happy hour yeah and here at the uh, show place icon and yeah we, we just started letting it loose yeah we were like hey Who grant cares? what's your movie about yeah i didn't talk to grant but one minute and i was so mad i was leaving going i didn't talk to grant at all Aww. Oh, anyway i can see him again well, uh, the sea monster <laughs> came in. Yeah, he should be here tonight. Uh. <laughs> the sea monster came in, Dan Seaman. Um, and the la- when we had the My Talk birthday bash, at one point, Donna, Donna has a long relationship with Dan. I have a much more, and I say this respectfully, I have a much more respectful relationship with Dan. Like, if you, no, no, no. And I mean that it, yours is informal. Mine is more formal. Um. You know what I mean? You've known him for like 100 years. And so... You, when we were at the birthday bash, she was like, oh, look, there's Dan. Hey, Dan, buy us drinks. And Dan looks over at her like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, we want like an Amstel and blah, blah, blah. That he then He buys the drink and he was like, yeah, that was a little bit aggressive. So last night he comes in. This is your last oh, night he comes in. Like and she was like, from Jersey. hey, 
by a strike. I didn't say it like that. And he looked at her like a Midwesterner would if a Jersey broad was coming at him kind of hard. Like, yeah. is this girl going to hit me? And so he buys us these drinks. Last night, Donna's, Donna's like, hey, why don't we like get Dan some drinks? So then we tried, it. we tried to fake that we would buy him drinks. And he said, she said, Dan, you want to buy you a drink? He said, yeah, that'd be nice. I said, Dan, do you know? That you're paying for this. You will sign the receipt. <laughs> it, the bill is coming to you. This is a station event. So an act of uh, chivalry on our part. And then I quickly exposed. Okay. there's like a half-eaten pizza on the table. It's just sitting there. It's cold. It's congealed. And you she's guys, like, no, I should bring this over to Dan. Dan needs, Dan wanted pizza. I'm going to bring this to Dan. And we're like, you guys, he runs the uh, station. Yeah, you are probably. painting this all wrong. Can I just do my POV? <laughs> yeah. And then sure. let's hear but there will Steve's be counterpoints. Counterpoint. Here's my POV. Are we doing that now? We're in that term. <laughs> She's running out the clock. Okay, here we go. This, this is what happened. At the birthday party, Steve, our, we didn't bring our wallets with us when we went to go eat. Then we saw the bar right next to the buffet, and we were like, oh, shoot. If we try to get down to our wallets and back, we're, ne- we're, gonna be, we're not going to make it because we're going to end up talking to people or people... So that's why I said, Dan, will you buy Steve and I a drink? And he's like, uh, sure. That's, that's, that's very forward. forward. Yeah. I go, I know, but blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so that's what happened there. Last night, what had happened was Dan started getting bombarded from people visiting. And he was hungry. And I knew he was going to order a pizza. Yeah. Saw him talking, still hadn't ordered his pizza. I thought, well, in an act of kindness, we're, we're done with our pizza. Let's just go bring it over there and go, hey. So anybody- now imagine you've had a conversation. You're an adult. First of all, imagine you're, an, you're a professional adult. You're an executive. And you mentioned that you were hungry, but are capable as a 50-something-year-old executive, <laughs> successful person. Donna, 30 minutes later, is like, oh, Dan was hungry. Hang on. I'm going to bring him this piece of pizza. So now we all are envisioning no, the her whole taking pizza. over. Here, Dan, eat this. Like a mother to her, eat this. Okay. You need to eat, Dan. You can't, not on that martini. You need to eat. Now back to me. Dan, <laughs> I brought it over and he goes, is it just plain cheese? And I go, yeah. He goes, nobody wants plain cheese. <laughs> and it's cold. So then I go, ooh, okay. I'm dead. Really? Oh, so no. that, she's like, now she's, I didn't even anticipate that that was him. a threat. Yeah. And now she went over to unnecessarily serve our big boss pizza like a mother. But no, there was a and bunch of people there. Him. I was bringing the entire box to everybody and going, hey, do you guys no, want? No, but you were, as we tried to talk you down off this you ledge, are... what I was saying to you was, let's just pretend that Dan's been in a social environment before <laughs> where he's thought I'm hungry and then didn't immediately mm-hmm. satisfy the urge, he's okay. Fine. We don't need to bring him our 30-minute-old pizza. <laughs> that has on one a... piece that's half-eaten in there. I think somebody left that. Amy no. likes to do that. No. They yeah, did Amy, have a... Amy left the crust, Dan. Amy likes to eat half of something and put it... She did that with, with one of the donut, donut balls. She what did? I think so, yeah. That's, uh, that's that was, when was you throw the other half in the garbage. Yeah. She's very busy. But she's also probably a carrier. She's also <laughs> we don't know an executive what. who's probably had social interaction before. And then she went and did that. <laughs> I rest my case. We strike. Oh, wow. We're really late. How about really this? Late. We're going to take a break. Go give us money because money is fun. And by <laughs> us, I mean face to face, a wonderful organization. Oh. Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. 
You're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got DJ Rock Lobster Clunk, in the house. Yeah, we got Dawn McClain hanging with us when she could be napping. Yeah, you should just uh, leave. Yeah, right Dawn, now. what are you doing? Get out of here. Yeah, I want to. I went and got some fashion tape yesterday so that my breasts don't come out of my dress. I was wondering how you were going to handle that. Now, are you going to go up? Up. I don't ever. I, I just well, have to take the, the side of the do. dress, like so that. But I don't have any fear. I just don't want other people oh, to be see, afraid. I'd be minute. taping my own boobs. I would take masking tape from the bottom. This is how the Kardashians do masking it. Masking tape? What Not for? masking tape, but like, uh, like duct tape. Oh my! And then word. to lift. Oh, lift and separate. She's not wa- going for a lift. She doesn't <laughs> I, want I her I breast to slip out of the dress because it's low cut. So she's looking for it to be right. fastened, not lift, right. not not an appearance. Situation. Oh, you should have told have me. You, I have a bunch of that tape. You do? Have not. You duct I mean, the fashion tape. Yeah. No, I've never worn anything that low cut. Duct tape. They're yeah. Oh my Up. word. So that yes. they look perkier. Yeah. Okay. Give themselves an instant so... lift. I don't wow. know that you need it. I'm just saying if it's that low cut. Hmm. I need it. I feel like I do now. Oh, maybe I, I, I should try. No. I would try. While I re-duct tape on my side mirror, I'll then take the duct tape and uh, the side mirror on my car is duct tape. Oh, oh. because I... <laughs> That you, it was like a euphemism for something. Yeah. No, no, no. I, John, we I can see your off. side mirror. <laughs> I see your side boob. So okay. I, now, of course, tonight, if you come out, and we hope that we get to see you there, we have tickets still available for the 830 screening, My Talk Project Down and Dirty uh, Film Fest. Anyway, we're going to be getting you know kind of glammed up a little bit. We got hair and makeup that's coming and all that. So let me just be There's clear. There's no time for that. The reunion show, 3 to 5, today, live on the air. Jason will moderate that. All of us will be there. We don't have to be dressed up for that. Great. Because hair and makeup is after that. That's Yeah, but we're going to be all over the internet. I'm not showing up without (laughs) makeup on. Are you? Well, no, I thought you'd have makeup, but maybe not like, you know, you're all over the internet right now. Will your will Don side mirrors be available at the, <laughs> at the reunion show? Oh my gosh! Look at him. He just he's sitting like a creep over there. Too, I know. Isn't he? It's your side, your side mirror. Well, no one's worse than Kenny. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny. Oh, the God minute that he heard that, you know, I got into my dress and got on YouTube. He's he logged on. He, yeah. Well, he was like sending text to Amy. Hey, send me a picture. Oh hey! my God, Kenny! Hey, I get a picture. Cool, it, Kenny. Oh and she God. sent it to him. No, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I know he, he looks so far, far away. <laughs> but um, so anyway, we're getting kind of dressed up, and you can, if you want to come out and just sort of lean into it with us, please do. But come as you are. If not. I don't have any suits. I have zero full suits. Good for you. I stopped wearing I don't know if that's an accomplishment. Why? I stopped wearing suits years ago on Twin Cities Live oh, as it gradually you? got more uh, casual. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And what I would wear are split suits. So like I would have, you know, a pair of light gray pants and then a navy blue jacket or something like that. 
I don't have a suit. And I went briefly to Von Mar and was like looking around and I was like, you know what, I can't do this full suit thing. I am throwing something together tonight. I have one pair of quasi dress pants that are tight or than I need them to be. <laughs> but I was able to get into them last night. And then, you know what I think I'm going to wear? And just talking off this ledge. A blouse? An empire waist <laughs> blouse? <laughs> you know I feel most comfortable in those. No, is a, a suit jacket. And then last night, if you, uh, if you saw me at the soiree, underneath, I had like a, a, an open shirt on. And then it's a high neck tank top that I actually work out in. I think I'm just going to wear that under a suit jacket. I also brought a black t-shirt, tight neck to wear, but I'm not wearing a dress shirt yeah. under my jacket. It's like a very casual look. I'm getting a disapproving look from like, Donna. Okay, so how about top, not no. the Joe Dirt shirt that no, you're talking about? Don't read. do pit pitting out underneath the it doesn't, pits? Well, my pits would be exposed what if you get to hot? my jacket. I'm not going to take Well, you take off. your jacket off and then you're Joe Dirt. No, I'm not going to take my jacket off. <laughs> not till the end of the Now you have me all confused. I was going home, putting on my outfit, coming back for the reunion show, ready to go. Well, oh. I guess we could do what that. What were you going to do? Easier. I was going to put on my dress. For I the reunion show? No, no. Okay. After. Oh. Just wear um, probably what I wore last night. Because that's easy. It's already ironed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. I just threw, oh, I threw my pants in the dryer. That's Guys, all I, I had no just idea. Just to try to unwrinkle them. Oh, yeah. I get a washcloth. I feel like a child. washcloth, and I put it, something in, to unwrinkle. Yes, queen. Me yeah. too. Yep, steaming. Okay. So what's anyway. your problem, Donna? What are you going to do? I was coming back at 3 o'clock fully ready to go. Oh. But then what about, you know, hair and makeup? Is There's no that. time for that. I'm not showing up to the reunion show without makeup on. You're, you have to have a clean Fully, you can take it off. Like you can get, I have makeup wipes. Just take off what you put on real quick, and then they'll reapply. I love that you okay. keep saying this is going to be all over the internet. Like like the tabloids are going to be picking this up <laughs> and live streaming this everywhere. Because again, we are on the no, but we're on the internet I right know. now. And I feel okay right now for what the event is right now. Sure, the broadcast. It's cash. You know what I'm saying, man. I get you, sis. I don't know. Well, all right. Well, what's hey. Rocco wearing? Oh, cool oh, outfit. Oh, and a lobster cool. suit? Uh, yeah, let's stay tuned. <laughs> is, it, is it a suit that has lobsters printed on no. it? Did you order uh, that There on? will be some lobster accents, I believe. He's really trying a specific <laughs> hairdo tonight, and I did see a picture of the hairdo that he's going for. I did, too. I looked it up. Yeah, because I was like, hey, what's his hair? And then I saw, oh, that's a little bit of a thing. So he's going to try to pull off a very specific hairdo. He's got pretty much the same length hair he as He totally does. Has. They can do that. Yeah. Totally. So are you going to Hair and are you going to do, do it? Do it? Uh, I'm hoping to have hair and makeup do it. I'm did not... you email and tell them what you yes, want? Yes, I did. Oh, you good job. Thank you. I remember last time I the only other time I've had her hair and makeup was Project Down and Dirty Rock Star Rock Band at the oh, Myth. I loved what they did. And they're like, that "Do you want me great. to do anything with your makeup?" I'm like, "Yeah, put some stripes on my face like Tommy <laughs> Lee in like 1986 Motley Crue." And they're like, "Okay." Oh my oh. god, you're <laughs> such a weirdo. <laughs> Um, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take. I'm gonna open my computer. I think for the show today. I, I love think I might it. even Let, start following. How around. about if we raise some money? I would love that. We have been raising money all week for Face to Face, an organization here in the Twin Cities, who um, happens to help out teenagers who are in crisis. We have an interview coming up in this very next segment. And you know what we should do? What? We're gonna give away a pair of tickets. When? Right now. Caller 7-651-641-1071. You can call. You will win a pair of tickets to the 8.30 p.m. screening tonight. Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. 651-641-1071.
1071. It is the Donna and Steve Experience live at Showplace Icon Theaters in the West End. Come right back on my talk. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, I made it back. That was exciting. My heart's going fast. Uh, Stevie Boy, Fort Chanhassen Dinner Theater. So we're here at the West End, Showplace Icon, and I'm looking out of the window. What do I see? A giant picture of Footloose. I mean, you just see the tennies up on the toes. Everybody knows the look. It's the show that is on the main stage right now at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. When you go, it's a full stress-free night. Parking is free. Parking is a breeze. Go in, you get dinner, you get drinks, you get a show. How about dessert delivered at intermission? My wife always gets this gigantic piece of chocolate cake. It is the size of a watermelon, and they bring it to her, and it's just really a, a fun pick-me-up midway through the show. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, Improv Comedy Friday and Saturday night, a wonderful concert series with live music each and every weekend. ChanSNDT.com. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Congratulations to Amy. She's going to be coming to Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. Amy Daniels just won a pair of tickets for her and Dan Seaman. We'll see them there. She could get a pair on her own. But anyway, it's going to be taking place in the West End at Showplace Icon Theaters, our lovely hosts. And uh, we appreciate that. Hey, right now, let's take a look at how much money we have helped raise for Face to Face. Uh, We are currently up to $12,854. I think a nice round number to get to feels like $15,000 by the end of our show today. That would be a great number. Um, and that's what Project Down to Dirty is always about, right? It's us coming together, doing some kind of challenge together, and raising money for different charities throughout the Twin Cities and raising awareness for them as well. That's ultimately what it's always been about. Uh, do we have our special guest on the line, Stormy? Yes, we do. Oh, how wonderful. So happy to have Hannah from Face to Face joining us now live. Hey, Hannah, let me ask you this question right out of the gates. When you hear that we, and we are absolutely knuckleheads, you need to know this, that we are dumb people, <laughs> but uh, my talkers have stepped up uh, via our prodding to already raise nearly $13,000. I would imagine you working at Face to Face already have ideas as to how you can put that money to good use. Sure. Oh, my God. First of all, I really need to thank you and the team and the community for coming together and doing this. And after we did our happy uh, dance about this, we (laughs) were able to really uh, think about some of the ways to use this money, including some of the crises that we see right now with with our young people, um, you know, around mental health issues, around kind of food insecurity, and really the rise of, you know, the the cost of food and being able to really uh, have some guaranteed meals uh, for, for during the day. Those are really important things that we take for granted and our youth really need. And um, we have a number of things that we're thinking about uh, doing this, you know, to respond to crisis as they happen with our young people. So really appreciate this. Hannah, what what are some of the um, circumstances that you see from, you know, people who are seeking help from your organization? So our youth, our young people, um, you know, the age span is about, you know, from 11 all the way to 25. We work with young people and their families. So there are a number of uh, uh, situations that our young people uh, are faced with, right? So like complex trauma history uh, early on you know, in uh, not being able to support themselves or the family not being able to support themselves. 
um, experiencing homelessness, being on the streets, and so that additional trauma there, uh, and lots of uh, different um, needs that the family has not being able to support, and also young people are really resilient, and they can they can bounce back and really do amazing things. What what is needed is the opportunity and access to resources, and that's what we do at Face to Face. We are there, regardless of what you've been through, regardless of who you are. We are here to support you and your needs, uh, basic needs, you know, as far as you know, all the basic needs that we take for granted, you know, food right. and other things, and being able to know where you're going to sleep uh, for the night. Um, yeah, I think and so then often. Some of the mental health needs, particularly right now, we've seen an increase in, and as the, the whole community has, has seen uh, past, uh, you know, pandemic, this is one of the, the main issues that we're dealing with, mental health, mental health. Yeah. And uh, young people feeling isolated, um, a lot of you know depression and anxiety. So just uh, being able to be there as young people experience these things, and 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 their past should not be the future. It's really, what we're here to do is give that hope, and and young people, that's all they need is that. Yeah, a little bit of hope and a little bit of help goes a really long way. If you're listening right now, let me just put a challenge out there. Uh, we're talking to our friend Hannah from Face to Face, an organization that helps young people who are facing times of crisis. There could be a whole bunch of different uh, ways that that could present itself, but the folks at Face to Face say, we just want to help you. And so you, the listener, I'm talking to you, yes, you in your car at your desk, you can help us today. You can go to mytalk1071.com. And uh, click on donate. Go to Don and Steve's page. Click on donate for us and put a donation down and know that you are helping young people who are in crisis. And look, if it's payday, it's Friday, Friday, if it's payday um, and you want to pay that forward and do good today, you will feel good instantly when you give. That's just how doing good. uh, That's that's how it goes. When you do good for other people, you take the attention off yourself, put it on someone else in need. Hannah, one of the things I find somewhat interesting is when I think of homelessness, I'll tell you what comes to mind, to be totally honest. I think of people on the corner when I'm getting off the freeway, mm-hmm. uh, the, the same face you see every day who's asking for a buck or two. I'm usually thinking, usually, of old, older men. And I do not think of youth being faced with homelessness. It just does not come to mind when the word homeless is out there. You see that in a very different way. Uh, when these kids come in, and you find out, goodness gracious, they've got no place. They, they don't live anywhere. They don't have a place to call home. What sort of emotional state do they come in? Are they just like, oh, my gosh, please help me? Or you talked about their resilience. Do they almost feel like, wait a minute, I don't need help, but you know under that hard exterior they need your help? Definitely. I think that you, there are a number of questions there that you're raising. And, and I think, as you know, um, uh, you they're about they're over, you know, the latest uh, about you know over six thousand young people in the state of Minnesota at any given time every day experiencing homelessness. So homelessness for young people looks very different than than you know um, adults sometimes. Uh, young people don't identify as as homeless, and so that really is not part of the, the identity they want to have. So they're couch hopping. They don't know where they're going to be. They're going to be riding the trains uh, and all these things that they're um, they're doing while they're experiencing instability and, you know, and, and housing. So that's that's the thing. And then when they, when they come in for resources, you really have to have a relationship with young people. Young people need to trust because lots of trust has been broken, right? So to trust the mm-hmm. adults in front of them to be able to confide in them and uh, what it is that they're needing. So it takes a lot of uh, 
you know, attention and, and, and conversation and really uh, being there with them to be able to really understand the magnitude of what they're facing. And so, and that is really what the number of things, like sometimes it really seems, um, so, you know, uh, complicated, but it's really kind of simple and profound. We are there to build relationships with young people so that they can build the path that they're on. And yeah, it's a, a it's lot such of a... young people, while experiencing homelessness, they're very um, focused on wanting to pursue their education, for example, wanting to right. get uh, increase their income. So those are the things that we have available that we're providing currently so that they could uh, really uh, achieve their dreams. That's our vision. Yeah, right? Every and... young person has a dream. When you partner with them to to take them from a place, uh, we're talking to Hannah from Face to Face, by the way. They help young people, 11 to 25, who are facing a, a time of crisis, whatever that might happen to look like. But when you take them from a place of hopelessness to hopefulness, that's such a powerful trajectory-changing thing for a young person. I'm curious about this. We had someone who uh, who reached out to us earlier this week, and some 30 years ago, she was a uh, a young pregnant woman, didn't have what she needed to pay the bills and medical bills for prenatal care and all that stuff that goes along with having a baby. And face-to-face came in alongside her decades ago and helped her in that time of crisis and helped navigate through this really stressful experience. And she was so happy to share that because of that, she now has this you know beautiful 30-year-old baby boy, all grown up now, adult child, mm-hmm. that she is able to celebrate. Do you have people who reach back out to you years after you helped them through a rough patch and say, oh my gosh, this is what it did? Like, what are some of those stories like? All the time. We, all the time. That just warms my heart to kind of hear some of those stories. We've been around, Face to Face has been around for 50 years. So as you can imagine, the generations of of families have been uh, impacted Mm. by the work that we're doing. Uh, A lot of young people reach out to us. We have uh, actually uh, a parent who has turned into a donor who brought her child uh, for mental health resources about 30 something years ago now to because uh, of, you know, some mental health issues and, mm-hmm. and addiction and a whole bunch of uh, different things where this uh, young person, now an adult, um, it has changed her life. As the parent puts it all the time, face-to-face changed uh, and my, the, the life of my daughter and gave mm-hmm. me back my daughter. And so now a oh. uh, business owner, a homeowner, oh, a family, just really uh, w- what we did was exactly that like provided the resources we were there helped her navigate through the many compound challenges that uh, a young person alone could feel uh, and so that that is what we do and it's just and we have a lot of those um, young people now adults working with us Oh, wow. Giving back. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for doing what you do to support youth, uh, you know, and helping them get back on their feet again. We appreciate it. We're going to try to raise a lot of money for you uh, to help even more young people get, you know, get get their life back uh, on track. Thank you. Yeah, send our love to the entire face-to-face team and to all of the kids, the youth that you are working with right now. Uh, love from the whole MyTalk community goes to them for whatever challenges that they are facing right now, that they would feel hopeful today and inspired that the outcome that they see doesn't have to be the outcome. It can be big, beautiful, and far from where they are right now. So love to you guys. Thank you so much for what you do. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Donna, Steve, and the entire team. 
Thank uh, you, much, Hannah. Much Thanks for your time today. Uh, Have a good the, day. We're almost at $13,000. So here's yeah. a really simple way to boil this down. We know during Project Down to Dirty Weeks, we tell you about a lot of different causes and uh, areas that your money can go and help advance these causes. Do you want to help youth who are having a really difficult time? That's what your money will go to when you donate to Face to Face. You just heard from Hannah from Face to Face. And how about this for the parents out there? Now, I, won't, I probably won't be able to talk yeah, about that, but helping yeah, a, know, somebody come yeah. through addiction and then to feel like you're getting your child back is a right. really powerful thing. Right. It's a gift. Honestly, um, thank you, everybody, who's already donated while we were talking. Um, Daniel made a donation in honor of anyone named Hubbard, who had faith in the fledging radio station, My Talk, 20 years ago. How sweet is that? So I would say specifically Ginny Morris married name on that one. That's thank right. you, Ginny, for letting this happen. Uh, Susan, thank you for your donation. Our uh, filmmakers made a, a donation in honor of one of our uh, very funny characters. It said Sebastian Desmond III. Who's that? Say what? <laughs> say what? Who is this person? I don't know. We'll have to find out tonight. The Donna and Sebastian Desmond III. Third show? Ooh, that does not have a ring to a it. A mouthful, at all. but I like it. Uh, MyTalk1071.com. Please help us raise some money for this wonderful organization, Face to Face. And you can find out more about them as well at FaceToFace.org. Use the number two in Face to Face. I'm just realizing. Um Right now that our shared Google document where we prepare for our show, it is still titled Butt Doctor. <laughs> Maybe it's... <laughs> I noticed that when I... Sorry about that. That's really loud. Um, I noticed that when it. I was on vacation because I was trying to look through our director. He was send, sending us things yes. and I was keeping track of them. And then I'm like going through my Google Sheets and I'm like, Butt Doctor? <laughs> I'm like, why is that butt? What is butt doctor? Uh, and I'm like, okay. So I accidentally renamed. I didn't. I didn't know I could rename the grid, and I renamed it Tip from Donna and Steve. It used to be named Donna and Steve. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. And then somehow I renamed it to Tip. And I told these guys, I'm like, I don't know how to put it back again. And then, of course, Rocco got in there and he started having fun well, yeah, with it. Like, look, we could rename it right now. But it still says Butt Doctor. So for longtime listeners of the show who remember the glory days of frequent Butt Doctor jokes, this one's for you. There you go. When we come back, we'll get into a little, uh, if you see something, say something, a little football talk. Tom Brady news. Uh, as well as a scary moment last night on an NFL field that a national audience saw. We'll tell you about that when we come back, Don and Steve on My Talk. Sorry, I was singing. Uh, hey, welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Remember that time I saw Christopher Cross at Treasure Island? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yes, so good. I, I never heard oh, you know that what I, story. You, you know what I realized? I had a little um, like time hoppy thing last night. Oh, yeah? Do you know that Rocco was a producer on our show a year ago? This is our second PD&D with him. He made oh, Guy Fierro last year. That's right. I can't believe that... That feels like it was just a couple months ago. Really, it does. And you sound dumb. It's pronounced Guy Fier. <laughs> does he enjoy pierogies? Pierogies. Okay. Or pierogies. That is pierogies. the. Look at me. Pierogies. Look at me in my Say eyes. Pierogies. Pierogi. <laughs> in my eyes. I just want to tell you. Don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Pittsburgh. It's pierogi. <laughs> Listen to me. It's pierogies. Okay, just, that, what you just said, that. You is, say kibasi, I say kibasi. I know. But I'm just saying to you, and I'm your friend, and that's why I feel like I can say this, and this is not a bit. Look at me again. Donna, look at me. Donna. 
how you pronounce that is the most annoying thing about you. <laughs> <laughs> it just really grates me. Just that you, this Jersey, you know, dumpster lady. I don't, and Can I mean I that respectfully. Okay, Jersey okay. dumpster lady. <laughs> But then she's like, all of a sudden, like, hey, what's up with this broad? I mean, you should hear this one. Hey, look at him over there. What are you doing? And then pierogi. But hey! we, we walked into the State Fair food building right up to the pierogi booth. And we didn't even say anything. We said, hi, can you tell us the name of your business? Mm-hmm. And they said, I pierogi. They did. No, no, no. Rocco. Rocco, listen. If you, if she had gone and stopped, this and could seen, go on for hours. No, by but the listen. Way. If she had seen, uh, seen Melissa uh, Melissa from El Burrito Mercado, <laughs> and you said, "How do you pronounce this menu item?" You know what she would have said? Burrito. And you know what you would have said? Burrito. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. Hey, just, who ate on a gabagoo? No. Who ate gabagoo? That was a working gabagoo. title for uh, our movie. Yeah, at one who point. ate all the gabagoo? We didn't end up landing on that. Uh, which, Reunion by the show. way, is actually Americanized Capicola. That's how it's spelled, Capicola. How do you spell Gabagool? You don't C-A-P-P-I-C-O-L-A. Spell it. That's what that means? Gabagool. Capicola? Capicola? Gabagool. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you're an Italian guy, it's like you gotta have a plate of meats. You gotta get some salami, some capicola. Yeah, no, he'd say gabagool. Yeah, yeah, who got get a gabagool? Some gabagool and uh, some salami, some mozzarella. <laughs> See, no, if I were home and at like a family dinner, and I said, "Hey, are there any more pierogies?" <laughs> Everyone would turn and look at me like I was from another planet. And if I went home and if I said. Oh, can we have kielbasa tonight? They'd slap me and say, "What have you become?" Exactly. I love that you guys we both have kielbasa together. Yeah, it's kielbasa. And that we are talking Sau- kielbasa and sauerkraut. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Every New Year's, my mom would make kielbasa and sauerkraut, and like almost no one wanted it except my dad. My dad always loved it, and so. But now our taste has changed, and now we like it because we kind of like that stuff. But yeah. she would make kielbasa and sauerkraut, a full crock pot full of it, and then nachos and cheese every New Year's. We ran in New Year's with gout. Nacho, like microwave nachos, is your is your New Year's Eve dinner? Oh, I'm sorry, King Charles. What do you? How do you ring in the crab legs? Somebody told me that at Christmas they have potato salad, and I was like, "That's what you have at Christmas." What do you have Christmas dinner? Like, uh, hey, wait a a big ziti. Oh, a big ziti and garlic bread. We always do like a a a, a sausage roast, roast beef. Sort of thing. Oh, Roast okay. beef, corn, mashed potatoes. Same meal every Christmas. Now back to the show. Yeah. What do you have, Rock? Uh, we mix it up every year. We, we kind of make a big deal. Oh. What should we do this year? I don't know. Something, something. If you see something, say something. I tried to do steaks right. last year at Thanksgiving. What? I tried hey, to if do you steaks. see something, oh, say something. <laughs> oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Scary moment last night on an NFL field. Uh, Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, who people thought had a concussion last week, but the team said no, it was just a back injury. He played the game last night after just a four days of rest, got sacked really hard. Oh, and no. his his head smacked off of the <gasps> ground very hard. Oh, and then immediately, Donna, check me out. Immediately, his you need to look at this. His hands were like 
like like an exorcist kind of oh, a thing. Oh no! And that's called um, fencing, and it's often a I think like two thirds of the time that you can get knocked out unconscious, um, which would like then would cause a traumatic brain injury. That fencing happens, and they call it fencing because with newborn babies it happens because there's like cognitive stuff that's going on. So if you've ever seen a newborn baby and they put one arm sort of like extends up, almost flexed, and then their head goes in that direction, it kind of looks like they're fencing. So oh, that's why they call it that. Oh my god! But Tua had it last night, and it looks scary in the context of on Sunday before he got sacked, stood up. And when he stood up to come back to the huddle, here's how he goes. He and he had like hit his head on the ground, and then he like took a couple steps and then went like this, <gasps> and then fa- falls down to the ground. And he said, and the team doctor said, and everybody said it was a back and ankle that caused him to do that. Other people, as in the rest of the world, said that looks a lot like he just got his head smacked on the ground <sighs> and is woozy like a boxer would be. And then they would fall down. So then he doesn't go through concussion protocol. And you know the concussion stuff that the NFL has been dealing with. Does not go through concussion protocol or passes it or whatever. He's back on the field eight minutes later. And, uh, and then last night he was in the game. And then he, had a, he was taken off on a stretcher, went to a hospital. Last I heard last night was he was released from the hospital and was able to fly home with the team doctors. But a very scary sight. And now... Skeptics of uh, the quote-unquote back injury are like the NFLPA, the Players Association. They're really going to be putting this under a microscope. Well, um, an update from 9.15 our time this morning, um, it says that... the players union raised, you know, of course, a red flag last week, like you said, but he's in concussion protocol and early tests are looking encouraging. Right. Because so. I, I was reading some Twitter people last night from a neurologist that said if you can get a concussion two times in a week, it could be fatal. It's really it's called, uh, is it called second impact syndrome? It's something, something like, like that. that. Oh, my God. And it has to do with one of first concussion hasn't fully healed. The second one uh, can be extremely dangerous to to Rocco's point. But. They'll be getting a lot of questions, and uh, he'll be under really strict supervision. Now, he does have 10 days until his next game because they played the Thursday night game. Wow. But anyway, a lot to look at there. Hey, quick other football note with good news. Yes. um, Is actually not what you're thinking. Is that uh, the Vikings game. Oh, in London. It's going to be on KSTP. Uh, 9 a.m. this Sunday. So a lot of folks are like, oh, what if I don't have the NFL Network? That's usually where that would be airing. Well, the local markets had an opportunity to broadcast the game. And Channel 5 said, hey, we want to do that for Vikings fans. So uh, this weekend, Sunday, 9 a.m. is kickoff, which is like, I don't know, 4 p.m. or something like that in London. So tune in. Channel 5, you can watch the Vikings game. Excellent. And uh, the Buccaneers are donating a million dollars to help relief efforts uh, for Hurricane Ian. So there you go. We'll be right back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me October 4th for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms. Forms.